Welcome to On Strategy Showcase. This is Fergus in Chicago. Well, we talked today with uh, Amy Fuller, who is Chief Marketing Officer for Accenture. Accenture is a 500,000 plus employee organization, global consulting firm. I've loved uh, the advertising that the brand has done uh, since its founding, which I think was in 2001. It's always been fresh and original, and they've been able to, to take something that is incredibly complex and make it very simple and present it in very compelling ways. When you look back to the first sort of platform, brand platform, it was uh, innovation delivered. It then evolved a couple of years later to performance delivered. And then in, uh, I think, roughly 2013, 2014, a new applied now became the sort of uh, tagline or brand platform for a number of years. And when you look at all of the work over the last two decades, they've always uh, reflected uh, what Accenture is at its heart, in my opinion, which is uh, it, they've always been built around the importance of executing effectively against opportunity and the time-sensitive nature that comes along with it. So we'll, we'll see in the latest work, uh, which is from Droga5, uh, its, uh, its tagline is, let change work for you. Again, we see that same DNA reflected in this work, and obviously it's a more modern-day interpretation of some of the earlier lines. You can see all of the work on our website. That's on strategyshowcase.com. And as I mentioned, the work is done by Droga5, and Droga5 was uh, purchased or you know, was acquired by Accenture Interactive a couple of years ago. So it's interesting to see that they now have become the agency of record uh, for Accenture. Uh, we talked to Amy about the brand campaigns over time and with a particular focus on the new campaign. And we're also going to be hearing from her on Accenture's uh, brand purpose. She's going to share that with us as well as the journey that it took to get there. Uh, one thing I wanted to point out, I made a mistake in the uh, original recording in saying that uh, EDS's uh, Herding Cats spot was produced by Carmichael Lynch in Minneapolis. It was actually produced by Fallon in Minneapolis. It's a terrific spot. Uh, it was recorded many years ago, but I think it's it still stands up as a, as a brilliant sort of B2B execution. And we'll also put that on the website. So this is my interview with uh, Amy Fuller, CMO of Accenture and the new campaign, Let Change Work For You. Enjoy. I'm thrilled to have you. So welcome. Thank you, Fergus. And I really, I really appreciate, um, well, that you've been watching Accenture for this long and that you've noted things which you think are, are good about the brand. I have to say it's a tough category. It is not a category that lends itself to, uh, to the most wonderful of work. So it is a challenge. And every time we work with a new creative team, we always wring our hands and think, oh, yes, it's uh, you have to sort of absorb what the business is. Otherwise, you end up in the land of hackneyed uh, metaphors. Yeah, and I think the reason that I first found it interesting, and I think from the strategist perspective, what's what's great about professional services is there's no product. So you're liberated from not having a product to actually market. You're you're marketing a service. And you're and so I think when you are in that situation, you're looking at different sort of corners of the universe to try and find messages and messages that resonate not only within one business segment, but you've got to do it not only internationally, and in this case globally, but it has to be meaningful across all categories of business. So it can't just be about one segment. 
Yeah, very true. And I was just thinking as you were saying that, I'm like, yeah, the product is the service, and uh, and how to be how to be meaningful and how to build a master brand that helps drive value is that is the mission, that is the task, and how it not be lowest common denominator, but highest possible idea. Exactly. So you're, you know, in many ways, in many ways, you're like, um, you are a, a firm that offers multiple services. So it's almost like if it was in product segments, it would be like you're Procter and Gamble and you have a bunch of brands out there. And those brands are different service offerings that are brought to market by different individuals because it's all human capital for the most part. And so you do have to rise above that and find something really interesting that is universally appealing. And I think when you guys first started, um, I think it was a time in professional services, at least from from what I remember, uh, that brand was becoming increasingly important. And, and I think back to the, to the early noughts when uh, IBM um, professional services was really strong with terrific work for years out of Ogilvy. Uh, I remember um, Carmichael Lynch did EDS, uh, that great, great spot uh, called uh, Herding Cats that was done, which was also sort of, these were kind of the early signals along with Accenture that there was sort of a new breed in town. It was less the old boys club of of very conservative forms of communication. And then it became, it became sort of almost consumer-like in the way that brands, these these fresh new brands were talking about themselves. And it was, it was super compelling. And what's, what's interesting to me, of course, is that uh, from, from my time on professional services and consulting firms uh, as a, a strategist working for these brands, what always struck me as I tried to, as I tried to help shape some of them was, and I know it's, 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 it's a, a key part of what you have to achieve too, it's a massive challenge of diplomacy. You have got a firm that is full of dozens, I got to expect, dozens upon dozens of practices that are specialized practices that are, that are headed by individuals that are highly educated and respectfully highly opinionated. And to be able to corral all of these individuals, how do you, how do you go about that when you're developing strategy? Do you, uh, how do you rally so many people? Is there a process that you've learned works better than another? We saw this a lot when we, uh, in the past year, crafted a purpose for the first time actually ever, first ever articulated purpose statement for Accenture. And it was essential that it came from our people and that made sense to them. The purpose effort was a really good example of when it works well, what does it look like? And in this case, it was a brand new CEO now in post well, for, let's see, a year ago last September, Julie Sweet, who yes. hit the ground running like nobody's business. And one of the things that we hit the ground running to do was to take on, okay, if all world-class organizations have a stated purpose, what is ours? And how is it that we don't have one written down? So that was one of the first things that we took on. And the way we did it was emblematic of when things work incredibly well, because we engaged Every, everybody, literally everybody. So a survey to 500,000 people to get their input, which was fascinating. And then a lot of input from individual executive interviews, outside experts, getting a sense of what was going on in the world. And then we workshopped it 
with Julie and with a small group of global management committee members working it through. And what it meant was we had the breathing room at each moment to kick around what worked and what didn't. And we started from a good, a good base of knowledge, a good base of input, and a really good base of understanding where the white space was. But then we could fine tune. And this is over, I don't know, a handful of months. And as it turns out, we landed on the very last day we were all together as a global management committee, which was almost exactly a year ago in Tokyo. And at that point, we had actually had a transformed group of people from the smaller group that we'd started out with. So it was a larger group, which if you're doing a project like Purpose, that's a huge risk of, well, are people who weren't involved from the beginning going to not like it? But as it turned out, we were able to do, again, by a couple of workshops, land the thing. Can you share with us what is the uh, what is the purpose of Accenture? Uh, yes. So the purpose is based on our, our we've got a really rich heritage of technology. Um, but now the world is not just about technology. It's about technology and it's about that intersection with actual human beings. And so our promise is to deliver on the promise of technology and human ingenuity. And that really is Accenture's sweet spot a deep, deep understanding of really large-scale technology solutions. And that's been true for as far back as you would, you know, going all the way back to Fergus when you started watching us, that was true. Yeah, and well, all the way back. All the way back. <laughs> so so it is, so it's to deliver on the promise of technology and human ingenuity. Correct, yes. How do you feel that's different from, let's say, what uh, IBM might promise? Or a uh, or, or or even like throw out a McKinsey because I know there's distinctions with McKinsey, but when you look at IBM professional services, how do you kind of see your distinction in terms of a white space from them? Well, I would say that where we find where we are distinctly capable is the combination of a really deep technology heritage and skill set with the ability to bring the very max of human ingenuity to it. And Julie always likes to say, for every big project, there's a talent angle, huge talent angle. And in fact, we've done it to ourselves. We have reskilled, oh, I'll get the, the figure wrong, but hundreds of thousands of people. So creating those conditions where human ingenuity can thrive is part of what the promise is all about. We've done it to ourselves and we can help our clients with it. And so it is actually, that is the sweet spot of, of what we can deliver and what our clients have told us they really need right now. And I think that's probably not a short-term need. Yeah, and I think, I think IBM, sort of, IBM sort of came out of the hardware business and then it sort of turned the corner into professional services. Um, but you guys have always been in the professional services, never been in the hardware space, right? True. Yeah. So that, and then McKinsey, I think of McKinsey, how do you, how do you, uh, how do you think about McKinsey if you find yourself up against them for a particular assignment? Well, when we think about the category overall, um, one of the things that Accenture is able to do is uh, speed and scale globally. And when you look at what we offer, it is, and there's not a better word of not a better way of saying end-to-end -end capabilities, but we are able to take a project from the very thinking through the business problem through the actual delivery. 
And we have found that can be of tremendous value. And in fact, when I first joined Accenture, I needed to do a pretty significant marketing transformation. And I was brand new, so I was trying to figure out what am I solving for? What's broken in the realm of marketing and communications? And one of the senior people that I interviewed actually gave me the answer in one sentence. He said, you're currently pretty, you know, siloed in terms of organization. Uh, And what that means is you're not selling our differentiator. And our differentiator is pulling the best of Accenture together. I want to just sort of talk a little bit about where the brand has been over the years. Because when I look at, when I read your purpose to deliver on the promise of technology and human ingenuity, and I look back to sort of where the brand has been, um, it started out with this sort of idea and this tagline of innovation delivered. And that started out in roughly uh, 2002 and um, went through uh, many, uh, a, a number of sort of iterations over the years, which I think sort of included uh, the, maybe many people might remember the uh, Tiger Woods campaign, go on, be a tiger, uh, I am your idea. And then roughly around 2011, uh, innovation delivered evolved into high performance delivered. The, the idea of high performance delivered was, and this predates me as well, but my understanding of it is that delivery, as things got more and more technologically advanced, delivery became more and more essential. And it was Accenture's strength, absolute strength. And so high performance delivered really did lead with this idea of absolutely unimpeachable delivery of extremely robust technology solutions. What then happened and what was in place when I joined was an idea that I loved of new applied now. And at that moment in time, uh, Pierre Nanturm, who was the CEO uh, when I joined, no longer with us, sadly, um, had us on a strategy that we shorthanded as rotation to the new. And what that meant was that there were a number of new capabilities being further developed, such as applied intelligence, analytics, automation, and other things. And it was the digitization moment. And so what we were doing was digitizing everything we did. And so the rotation to the new, we were able to measure. And in fact, our new strategy is because we achieved this rotation to the new or full digitization of how we, uh, of how we operate and what we're able to help clients with. And so New Applied Now was something that, well, the folklore goes that it's actually something was written on the walls of one of our uh, spots of of great creativity and innovation of the Accenture labs. And what New Applied Now meant was new. So in other words, the rotation to the new. And Applied Now was actually a form of delivery. It was capturing that we are on top of, slightly ahead of the very newest of technologies, but we can make them happen for you. It's not theoretical. It's not just proof of concept. It's actual delivery. So New Applied Now actually had a ton of life in it. And I thought it was just so wonderful the way those three words put together captured the notion of the newness that was happening across the entire world in business and in systems and what was fueling growth 
but mainly our ability to bring it to life and make it real. And so when we started the development of, of what the successor business strategy should be and the purpose, which is meant to be enduring, the question came up of, well, what about our brand? Do we stick with New Applied now or not? And the answer to my answer was, we only know when we're at the other side of what the strategy should be, the business strategy, and what the purpose is. Because a brand is nothing more than the articulation of the business strategy in a way that's faithful to the purpose. And so when we got to the other side of, okay, the new business strategy for the next handful of years is all about delivering 360 degree value by embracing change. And I can talk a little bit more about what that, what that means and then doing it in a way that delivers on the promise of technology and human ingenuity. And that is, that's the brief for the new brand that we ended up launching last October. When you join, um, talk us through a little bit about what your charter was and was there a particular business challenge that you were given that you had to fix and address? So when I came on board, Pierre said two things to me right off the bat. Um, one was um, that you need to seriously relook at the marketing and communications organization, and you need to do it immediately. And be be you know be dramatic, be bold about what you conclude. To which the CFO said, and do not add any cost while you're at it. <laughs> so this is a structural internal organizational uh, review. So, so that was one thing. And the other thing was that uh, the quality of thought leadership is extremely important in the category. And we know yeah. it's a driver. And it's, uh, and it's something that's probably a never ending, by the way. Uh, but it was take a good hard look and see what you can do working with the people uh, within, but also... Uh, not in marketing, who had already made a lot of inroads about the quality of the thinking, the quality of the research that underpinned uh, what we were publishing. And so those were two of the very, very first. But what I came in having identified from the outside and having talked uh, already to Pierre and the then chief strategy officer was this idea that it Accenture looks a little bit different everywhere you look. Mm. And so that's um, so the goal was consistency as well as content. Yes, yeah, yeah, and making the very most of, of you know the totality of, of Accenture, which is which is vast. So what's interesting about a, a professional services firms, which typically were associated with sort of business consulting or some level of strategic consulting, um, is that um, they seem to now be interested in hiring people from what have been sort of the ad type world, um, maybe the strategists, the planners, the people that might've been working inside Droga uh, are now sort of seem to be of interest to a lot of companies in professional services, because I think they see that there's maybe a value to the way that they think and having that be a part of their culture. Is that, is that, uh, is that something that you see and an opportunity for within your entire marketing organization is for these, or do you, or do you try to recruit a certain type of marketer who can live in both worlds or do you not see a distinction between those worlds? Well, I think, so I've, I've lived both of those worlds and the older I get, the more balanced it is. I used to say I've spent the majority of my life in ad agencies, but then of course, the longer I spend on the client side, 
the more balanced it becomes. But I spent the first 20, I think it's 20 years of my career on the ad agency side. And I learned tremendous skills. And I see that in everyone who came from the agency side. And those skills have a lot to do with agility, with uh, working quickly and working with not quite enough knowledge ever at any point in time, but being biased <laughs> towards action. That's right. And the agency skill set also um, equips you to work with, well, work with um, a lot of change. Client side, which now is a big portion of my life too at MasterCard, uh, at another professional services provider and now Accenture, brings you far closer to what is the business problem. And I'll never forget my first, probably my first week or so client side, um, I realized that I could get the answer to any question with one phone call, any question whatsoever. And in particular, the quality of the CFO types so easily found, the first CFO I worked with, a great guy named Larry, told me how uh, in the case of my first client side job, how the company made money. And it literally wrote the marketing plan for me. I'm like, okay, so it's better if we have lots of small transactions versus one large transaction. Yes. Okay. That's pretty relevant to marketing. And I think on the agency side, not only do you not know those people, you don't even know that you don't know them and ought to. And so being able to really hone in on finding the business problem and it's not necessarily what is initially presented. Yeah, so you're right. Some digging, but you've got the access to do the digging and find the problem, which gives you a far better shot at solving. Tell us about the evolution to Letherby change. What was the what was the business challenge that you were trying to solve with Letherby change? Well, so as I had. Uh, maintained when asked the question early on in the process of a new strategy being developed and purpose, what about the brand? It was, let's see where we land. And we landed on a business strategy that was all about our ability and promise to deliver 360 degree value to our clients by embracing change. Now, at the same time, we had been seeing for years that the nature of change had had changed, actually. And uh, and had quite recently seen that when we looked at drivers of persuasion within the category, that a company that can help me handle change was one of the top ones, along with industry expertise and a couple of other things. And in fact, it was that if there was ever single point of change, you know, do a transformation and then you're you're good for the foreseeable future. What we were hearing from clients over and over again is that the nature of change was changing in a way that it was pretty continuous, at that being able to not just handle change, but make the very most of it was really, really important. And so what Accenture offers is the ability to handle the technology. And again, back to the, the our purpose of delivering on the promise of technology and human ingenuity is that that is what it will take to make the very most of change. But isn't so but isn't but isn't that what new applied now was? I well, mean it, applied uh, now speaking to new technologies um, and ability to to make them real for clients right now. But we were seeing a lot of focus on change itself as a new constant 
we're going to play a couple of the spots in the audio file here, and we'll also uh, show the uh, the entire campaign on our website. Can you uh, take us into those early creative meetings? You obviously get to a, a, a brief a brief or whether that's a formal document or a conversation and you get some initial creative ideas were the initial creative ideas the ones that were produced or did you have some that needed to be sort of uh sort of uh, reshaped and can you tell us anything about them yeah, we, we, went, we went through um, a few um you know drug is, a, is an idea machine and so they had a number of ideas that we worked through and considered before we landed on let there be change Having landed on the idea of let there be change, the early executions were were right. So it was the time we spent on creative development um, was on idea, you know, campaign level. But once we got to the idea itself, they they flowed out. With a bang, energy and change came to every part of our universe. Seismic or small. Continues. Change is all around us. Shaped by technology and human ingenuity. We can make it work for you and your business. Our cloud solutions are intentionally designed for a positive impact on your business and the world. Learn how you can meet your sustainability goals. Wherever your business goes, whatever it touches, whoever it works with, you need cybersecurity that covers it all. See how we can give you peace of mind. We're finding as we track reactions to the work, since nearly all we do is digital, various forms of digital media, we can see our noticing are they engaging are they spending more time with us than they had been in the past so you know knock on wood but so far so good we've found great receptivity to the messaging and a lot of involvement a lot of engagement because whether it is you know simply uh, a video ad it's meant to be something that invites you into a deeper experience you know read some of our thought leadership take a peek at a video and we're finding great results well, thank you to Amy Fuller, Chief Marketing Officer at Accenture. Thanks for your time today. We really appreciate you having on the show. And thank you, Fergus. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me on. And thanks for being such an astute watcher of, uh, of Accenture over the years as well. Thank you. And we'll see everybody on the next episode.